0: In the darkness is the light. Out of the shadows of my life. Welcome once again to the So Weird Podcast. I'm Zach.
1: I'm Kathy.
2: I'm Emily. I'm Kat. I'm Melissa.
0: And I'm Jimmy. And tonight we are talking about the final episode of So Weird. The very last episode of So Weird that was ever produced or broadcast. Episode 65, Season 3, 26, The River. You are listening to the cool, docile tones of The River. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, I swear to God there was a soft rock radio station called The River. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) I remember
3: that.
0: I thought you were going to say the soft rock tunes of The River leafy. Oh Oh, yeah, that would be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here we are, this is the last episode of the show, and don't get too excited because it's a fucking clip show. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like um, clip shows. I think it, at that it, time it, it was happening a lot, right? Yeah. With how the way they ended shows. Like, I don't know if that's what they did with Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I think it was a clip show. Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, usually clip shows, it's just we need 26 episodes to fill up the season. We don't feel like paying everybody to do another episode. So here, let's just literally take a bunch of clips from the previous season and compile them into something.
1: And they did kind of tie off Annie's arc anyway with the episode before. So. Right, yeah. Annie's song
0: is the real season finale of So Weird. This is literally just like one more.
4: Yeah, while I was watching it, I kept thinking you know, Annie's song would have been a much better finale because it closes off Annie's arc. This feels like one last hurrah almost like a just a basic one-off yeah personally (laughs) i like it though i mean there are a few things i
5: wish they would have added like while watching it i was just uh wanting uh, annie to reach out to fee and see if he remembered her Uh,
1: (laughs) that would have been really i would have liked that yeah Mm -hmm.
5: yeah that's like My only real complaint is that they didn't do that.
2: Yeah. Do you all remember, well, for those who were still watching, do you remember watching this episode when it aired?
5: I think I quit watching So Weird before this episode aired.
2: What? You
5: (laughs) didn't? I did not not like Annie at the beginning when I was, (laughs) you know, first watching this because I was still attached to, very attached to Fee and i just don't like change
2: like that <laughs> uh,
5: it was only when i was getting back into it as an adult that i started appreciating annie and most of that was because i looked alex up after rewatching it and saw that she had a music career going for herself and i'm like yes i'm into this
0: <laughs> pretty sure i also quit before this aired i'm I've said before that I think Dead Ringer was the last episode I saw on its original run. So yeah, I think when I did my rewatch of all of So Weird three, a couple of years ago at this point, um, that was the first time I'd ever seen this one before.
4: Okay. I honestly I, I, don't remember watching this one on TV.
3: I do. I remember I was faithfully watching So Weird since like day one. And um, I remember this being a really emotional episode for me, like as a young person, I think I was like 13, maybe 14 by the time I saw this. And um, I remember it just being super emotional, like when I saw Annie crying at the end, that like made me cry. And I knew it was the last episode, and I I actually have a memory of, like, turning to my siblings and being like, this is the last episode, and, like, (laughs) crying. (laughs) Yeah, I remember.
2: I imagine if I had watched this episode, I would have been disappointed, like, that the last episode just featured a bunch of clips from the rest of the season. But
5: Yeah, personally, I really, really love flashback episodes, so uh, I would have loved it no matter what
0: all right well we should probably talk about the actual premise of this episode
1: yeah let's start from the top as as we do
4: so this episode is all about memory and he opens up with the intro talking about how the earliest memories are difficult to forget about how stoves are hot and all this weird shit. and it has a space background that kind of reminds me of nightmare only it's not as good And gradually she shifts from early memories To the mythology of the River Lethe Which this is really cool mythology But Annie closes it up wondering Like what if it was real What if you could bottle it up Ooh. And it kind of made me miss Fee and how Fee Presented everything As though it were a fact And everything felt more semi-educational Whereas with Annie It's just like all open questions And what ifs
0: well, and once again, for the last time, I will ask the question, where does that weird clip footage, stock footage, come from of just, like, people in togas hanging out by a river?
5: <laughs> I don't know, but that, I, I don't know why that scene reminds me of something you'd see in Zena. Okay. Uh, I don't well,
4: it's,
0: know. It's Grecian.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. So, anyway.
4: After that, package arrives for Annie, Clue takes it and calls her down, and then in typical Clue fashion, he's all, here, catch over to Jack, and naturally, Jack sucks at sports, so he (laughs) drops it. The vase shatters, and this magical mist comes over them as Jack, Clue, Molly, and Carrie try to pick up the pieces.
0: Yes, he, he drops it harder than the writers did. On this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Did you guys think it was weird that, like, everybody bent down to pick up, like, one box? It was, like, five yes. people. And it's, like, they all extended their arms. It's, like, they were directed to, like, just extend your arms. Like, you're, you're going to pick <laughs> it up and then pause.
0: And yes, so, like, everybody it was pretty, picks, like, the they,
3: yeah, like they all should have at least touched it or something, but they didn't. Like, they kind of extend their hands to it and then pause. And you could see some of them are, like, semi-moving still. (laughs) So it, it like, wasn't an actual, like, um, you know, like, freeze frame, but it was uh, just them pausing. So it was really (laughs) weird to me. I thought it was corny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and it makes no sense to me because the way it would appear to work is you have to be directly splashed with the water to forget. But only Jack and Clue, I think, actually have direct contact with it. But everybody in the room is affected. I, I don't know. It's a bad excuse to have Annie go and say, like, Peter on South Park, hey, do you remember that time we blah, blah, blah And then here's a clip.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they did try, they tried to put some story in there, which I was kind of shocked that they brought back the character of Ziegler from Exit 13. Which, I mean, yeah, the, there's history there, but... That was, like, a one-off episode. I don't know. It's just weird when the shows do that, when they pick one specific scene and one specific episode to go back to because there's no, like, foreshadowing throughout the whole show or leading up to that. It's just... uh, I I don't like that type of writing.
4: I feel like that was just an easy way to transition into the clip show and take it from this being, like, a one-off story arc into making this a clip show episode. That was just the easiest avenue to do that to start with the flashbacks.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. wondering how did Ziegler get the water from Lethe if he's stuck in Exit 13?
0: How did he get Annie's address? Yeah, none of it makes any sense, but um, <laughs> it is nice that this episode does have some sort of connection to the rest of Season 3, or I should say part of Season 3. And also I like the acknowledgement that Annie is in fact history's greatest monster and just trapped an innocent man in a (laughs) time loop forever. So that's nice to hear. She didn't trap him. She just left his ass there.
1: Yeah. And his message like, you'll be forgotten and unloved too. Whoa. Whoa.
4: That is mean. mean. It really doesn't make sense to me the way that this happens, because how would Ziegler know that the vase would break and that? Everybody would forget about her like that because he sent the vase specifically to make everybody forget about Annie but how did he know like that is what would happen like they would break the vase and come in contact with the water how did it how did he know that Annie wouldn't just put it up on her shelf and be look pretty
1: maybe he's like she's too curious maybe but, but it also what... doesn't
4: make sense that Molly is on the phone with Irene talking about Annie and like whether or not she should call the cops because this stranger is in her house and Irene isn't just like bitch that's annie (laughs) irene seems to be like gee
1: i don't know call the cops
3: yeah i thought about that like how did the people how did everybody forget about her
1: and that's when um, we have to just stop thinking too much (laughs) (laughs) as season three's plots are you know
5: that's why i'm wondering if he would have remembered her if she would have reached out but you never know no
0: it is very clumsy And as I said, it is just an excuse to do this really awkward clip show where Annie is trying to remind all these people of all those exciting adventures they had.
4: (laughs) I think this episode is also a good example of the tonal shift in Disney at the time, because storytelling wise, it sucks, but there are some really great jokes in this episode. I love that when Annie comes back to the dinner table and everybody forgets her, she just plays along. And when they ask her who she is, she's like, oh, I'm a princess from Planet Zepdor. And there's some really good jokes in this episode that I liked a lot. Yeah,
5: I will always just love Annie's uh, (laughs) one-liners.
0: And, you know, um, the thing that does annoy me about this episode is it's not the first time So Weird is done a clip show. Um, Of course, we all remember Encore, and that was actually a pretty good episode in spite of the fact that it was a clip show, and the clips were integrated in a really interesting way, and I think that was a good way to do a clip show, because Mm -hmm. instead of just awkwardly inserting these flashbacks, it was just the scenes from the previous episodes playing as memories, because the songs are associated with those moments, Mm -hmm. and I thought that was a super clever way of doing that. The river, meanwhile, is not. It is just a typical awkward clip show.
2: Yeah. And I, yeah. I knew it was a clip show, but I forgot about how long some of the clips were that they put in here. Like, yeah. Yeah. In um, Encore, the clips were all really short. But in this one, they were like a minute long at points.
4: Some of them were just so unnecessary. Like in all the flashbacks to Changeling, they had to include the fart montage. And like, <sighs> that wasn't funny the first time. Why do we need this clip again?
0: Oh, yes. The, I do uh, not
1: like seeing that again. <laughs>
0: the, the farting Changeling baby. At least we forget. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> and something else to note,
3: you know, Encore, when it was showing those scenes, uh, the flashbacks. We did have those in-between scenes with Fee, and you know her issues with her mom and her brother, and striving to know who her dad was. So, like even in encore, it was propelling the story forward. Right, you know there was still, you know, the story was still moving forward throughout that concert of Molly's. Right, yeah, exactly, because
0: if you watch season two and you skip Encore, you're missing part of the story. If you watch season three and you skip the river, you're missing exactly nothing.
1: Yeah, There was a flashback, though, when when Annie was trying to make (laughs) Molly remember, she brought out the ring, uh, Rick's ring, or Fee's ring, and, you know, that kind of was bringing the feels a little bit, so it's Rick and the ring, and then we have the flashback of when, of Fee in her last episode of Lightning Rod. And that kind of made me sad because that scene always does make me sad. Some people yeah. don't like it, but that scene makes me sad because it's Fee. I feel like it's Fee telling the audience, like, move on. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You're not going to see me anymore. I cried watching that flashback. Yeah,
5: mm. I got chills watching that flashback. And I don't know why, because I, I don't usually get chills when watching that part of this episode. But this time I and I'm like,
4: okay, this is... Yeah. It just really bothers me that in that scene when Annie returns the ring to Molly and Molly says it belongs to her daughter, Fee, but Annie's like, oh, Fee gave it to me. She's my friend. It's like, you only met her once. That's a family heirloom. (laughs) And it bothers me even more that after the flashback when Molly finally does remember Annie, After the song montage, she gives the ring back to Annie. I think this belongs to you. No, it does not belong to Annie.
0: (laughs) It doesn't
3: belong to you. He Uh, told her she could wear it for a little while, like for the
0: school year. But that's it. Yeah, no, I get why they showed that clip, because they're trying to bring the season and the series full circle. Mm -hmm. They're trying to put some sort of sense of emotional resolution. But for me... All it really does is emphasize that at the very we're at the very end, and so weird still has this big Fiona shaped hole in its heart.
5: Yes. Yeah.
0: Like the the show will never f- feel emotionally complete because its actual real protagonist is gone.
4: Yeah. On one hand, I'm glad that they at least included that flashback with just Fiona and Molly because at least mm-hmm. we got like reference to Fiona, but. It makes me really sad that for a series finale, there's no reference whatsoever to seasons one or two. It's like they just never happened.
5: I do wish there would have been clips from those two seasons. But then I guess it wouldn't have made sense because it's Annie retelling it. So, yeah.
1: I think they did the best they, at least they thought about it. And they did the best they could and had the connection with Annie and Fee and all that. So, yeah, I, I do appreciate it. And I did like that.
4: Yeah, I think it's good for a season finale, just not for a series finale, you know?
1: And those are well, hard to do, series finale. Mm-hmm.
0: And, okay, so I will say there is exactly one thing about this episode I think is kind of good, which is the song. As I stare, I I think that's actually... Like, it's, it's poppy, it's very bubblegum, it's not up to the standards of, say, Rebecca or The Rock, but it is like a pretty good season three Molly song.
1: I agree. I do like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it is very catchy. Yeah. And I you like know, that they ended it with Molly sinking though, and not Annie that I mean they I well, they did give Annie her chance the episode before. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I, I have to agree with you, Cavi. Like they probably I I feel like there must have been a writer a network note somewhere that said we have to end the show with a song from annie and maybe somebody said no let's compromise let's in penultimate episode with annie and the actual final episode with molly
5: actually whenever i uh, listen to uh when i stare i can almost hear annie uh singing in the background like she's doing background vocals in there i, I, hear I, cannot,
0: that
5: I <laughs> cannot be the only one that hears it i have such bad hearing
3: I've always thought I heard her sing background, and I thought she did in different story as well. Um, but I guess that would be another Alex Johnson interview.
5: <laughs> Why
2: didn't y'all ask her? I, 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 think
5: I was thinking about it. I would <laughs> yeah. have. And Jimmy was the one who was asking all the clarification questions.
3: <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, I didn't think of that. I had so many. I mean, we didn't have that question planned, but we had a lot more questions to ask Alex and we ended up, you know, having to cut it at an hour and a few minutes. So um, we didn't get to ask her everything we wanted to. But
0: uh, I want your guys opinion on this. Um, So after the the song, after the big musical montage, um, the episode basically ends, the series basically ends with, what I feel is maybe the least sincere sounding declaration of love in television history. Like, uh-huh. like, the, wait, did I say sincere or insincere? I meant insincere because, <laughs> um, because Molly is says, I love you, Annie. And it's kind of like everybody in the audience is thinking, No, you don't.
4: Yes. Oh, <laughs> guys. Well, I, I think She is...
5: loves
0: her. She loves her.
5: I don't agree with that, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, no, no
0: it, it's just the way, like the her, the look in her eyes is so blank. Her reading of the line is so blank, and it it's like I love you, surrogate daughter. You know, I mean,
4: no, no I think you're like projecting there, but I project with you. <laughs> that like that's not your daughter. And, like, we but feel then, like it's fake because we know that's not her daughter and we're still so attached to Thee.
0: What what the hell has Annie done over the course of season three to earn Molly's love?
4: <laughs> and also, <laughs> well, can, can we talk
5: about uh, Jack admitting he can't uh, know everything?
4: Mm. We have a lot to talk about with Jack in this episode.
1: Before we get there, though, did you go... I did like Alex's acting in this episode. Yeah, um, I agree. Like, how she was, you know, she was, uh, getting kind of desperate and, like, truly sad. And I feel like when she was emoting, you know, sadness, like, I was believing it. Especially that when she was talking to Molly backstage.
4: Yeah,
5: Yeah. I got so emotional, almost to the point of crying in that part. Yeah, Yeah, I
4: almost wanted to cry for Annie.
2: Yeah, what I I liked about this episode is, you know, I, I find... Annie hard to relate to. I mean, we kind of talked about this throughout the the season. But in this episode, she did seem more relatable to me because of Alex's acting. And she seemed really vulnerable in this episode. You know, it seemed like, you know, she was talking to Jack. And he was basically just saying, like, you know, I don't know you. You don't know me, you know. And, you know, maybe she's just thinking, oh, you know, maybe after... you know, maybe that's kind of playing on her insecurities. Like, she won't ever really fit in. You know, and same with her conversation with Molly. But I think it it, it only worked because of Alex's acting.
5: Yeah. Alex is honestly such a phenomenal actress to be on. Yeah.
4: And we that's do
2: really
5: have good.
4: a lot to say about Jack in this episode. Because I'm glad he brought up that moment where Jack was like, we don't know each other. Because prior to that, and he was like, but you and me, we and Jack just cuts her off.
1: It yeah. sounded like she
4: was about to say, We have a connection and my shipper heart was just like, Heck yeah, you do.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. Honestly, same, yeah.
1: There was a line that was kinda like ship shippy when yeah. she was like, Oh, we did wait, what did she say exactly? Um, we did we did think we had forever or Yeah. <laughs> we did think we, we, did had, think forever. we had forever. And yeah. then he like looks at her like whoa. <laughs> and then at the very end
4: after the conversation where Molly gives her back the ring and Jack is just like, "Oh, well, I guess there's some things in life you can't explain." And they hug and it's super cute, but then Jack gives his mom this weird look. And it's kind of like an "Oh shit, mom can't see me get horny" type of look. <laughs> 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 and, like, my shipper heart is like, yes, it's all I wanted. Jack and Annie together. And then Jack has to give his mom that look and ruin it.
5: <laughs> yeah, I loved that moment. It just looked so amazing. <laughs> no, yeah. I
0: agree. They're, they're definitely... Like, there's always been kind of a Annie-Jack hinting at a possible attraction between them thing. And they, they do reference that. Especially by using all those clips from Detention, which is by far the most any Jack Shippy episode perhaps of the season.
1: I do appreciate though that they still didn't really bring in a big love interest in this season three, so I,
0: I yeah. didn't care. But no. um
1: <laughs> Well like if they would have brought that on too along with all the other changes, then it would have been I don't know, to for me it would have been even worse. even such a big difference. Yeah. But, uh, they didn't, so okay.
5: No, it's just Johnny being in an end game.
1: Yeah. And yeah, that line. I don't know. Is that a way of them picking the? What's the last line that we're gonna use for this show to wrap it up? And I guess it was with Jack saying, "Some things in life you can't explain."
4: Actually, the last line was was Lou being like, "What's up with Annie?" Really?
1: Yeah. Lou said (laughs)
4: something about Annie. That that
0: should be that should be the uh, the last thing we say on this episode. What's what was up with Annie?
1: What was up with that? Well, that's another way to wrap it. Okay.
5: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I definitely feel like there's a character development there with Jack just being able to admit there's things he can't explain. But
4: I do wish he would have
5: been able to do that with C. You know.
1: I feel like it was really
4: weak character development to do that, though. And I feel like Molly was really out of character because earlier in the episode, they play with that idea, too, uh, where Molly has this conversation with Jack about... I know it's hard for you to believe these things, and I know why, but there's just something about this girl that I can't explain. And it felt so strange to have Molly say that, because it's, Molly, you were so anti-weird stuff when Fee was investigating it. Why are you suddenly all for it? I think it's probably
5: not so much that she's all for it, it's just she has an intuition there.
0: It's her witch powers, you guys.
4: Yeah. No, it's definitely not, though. It's just bad writing.
0: Yes, no, that's the real reason. <laughs>
4: yeah. Like Molly just felt very out of character for me this episode, and as much as I would love to see Jack like start to admit, okay, weird things happen. The way it happens in this episode is just so fake.
1: Yeah, because there's nothing. There's nothing to propel him to say that. Like there was no big emotional connection or anything. It's just like, oh, okay, some things in life you can't explain. <laughs> like you know, they. It's just a written line. They had yeah of all people out. yeah yeah the delivery was off
0: so um so i think this by if there had been some cosmic alignment some magical fluke of the universe and disney channel decided to do another season of so weird and through some magical conveyance of the universe. Cara DeLazio was willing to come back and we could have basically gotten the real Season 3 we've always dreamt about as Season 4. I think this episode actually presents a really good (laughs) opportunity to retcon all of Season 3 out of existence. Um, Because of this concept of everybody forgets about Annie, (laughs) you could basically have Fiona come back the next day and she could say, what happened to Annie? And everybody's like, who's Annie? Um, (laughs) And now all the stuff that happened in season three, all the magic panthers, all the pooping changeling babies, all the (laughs) music studio (laughs) witches and magic paintings and all of this shit um, are suddenly gone and never to be mentioned again. And we could continue the universe as it was meant to go. Um, and I they still
4: live in the wrong house.
0: Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's a perfect plan. I'm just saying the ending of this episode, or I should say everything but the ending of this episode, could have left a good window open for um, a real continuation of season one and two. I'm just saying, you fan fiction writers, get on it.
4: <laughs> so I've actually thought of that before, too. Like, they should have just ended with it, and everybody forgot about Annie, the end.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Aww. Annie could drink some of the water too and go off on her way. Forget the Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, yes. can you pick me up. <laughs> I think I'm in another state.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, honestly, that would be a good like emotional resolution. It's just she she Annie makes the decision to just walk away from the weirdness. Like I'm I'm gonna not do it anymore, you guys. I'm done.
4: <laughs> yeah, or like giving the ring back to Molly and Molly not handing it right back to her.
1: And then they made the ring glow for no reason. Yeah.
4: yeah. It was was just,
1: that was just an effect they just wanted to add, but there is no reason for (laughs) that.
4: I think it was supposed to signify like the breaking of the spell, but it's just dumb.
1: But the way they broke the spell, like it just happened, right? It was true
4: love. You had to sing and then (laughs) it
1: happened.
0: Yeah, there is no, that's another thing. It's just, the episode just fucking ends, man. I mean, like there's no explanation for why the curse is broken. It's just, Like, oh, well, we gotta end the show now, so this is how it goes.
2: Uh.
5: Maybe (laughs) the memories got moved back into place. Yeah. Clue's faces in this episode, (laughs) that's another thing we need to touch on. They
4: are so freaking goofy. And that Clue believed her when she said she was from Planet Zepdor. And when she's like, Clue, don't you remember? We've met before. He's like, I don't think so. I've never been to Planet Zeptor. I love oh my so much. god, He is so high, I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely high. Um and and it's funny though, it also does speak to kind of the continuing flanderization of Clue for season three, where now he really is just this big dumbass goofy dude. Yep. Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> oh well, I guess we can talk about that the writers and directors. I mean the direct- no. yeah, the director for this app, Larry Sugar. He also directed Encore. He was the clip show director.
0: Yeah, he sure was.
1: And the executive producer.
5: Mm -hmm. Well, I
4: do think that While I Stare, the music montage to that was really well done, and it did remind me a lot of Encore. Yeah, same.
1: And then it was written by John Mandel and Bruce Zimmerman, who have been writing for season three.
0: Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, looks like they did dead ringer together and then a uh, bruce zimmerman did a bunch of episodes on his own i
4: basically so. see bruce zimmerman's name on all the episodes i don't like <laughs> so sorry bruce but you're not my cup of tea
5: he did still life which is pretty
4: good and from what i remember anyways all right guys so let's jump into the ratings zach why don't you go first
0: well yeah four out of ten for me because like For me, a 5 out of 10, that's a middle-of-the-road, it's mediocre, it's neither great, it's neither bad, it's just there. And this episode is not that. Like, this episode is bad, it does make me angry, it does disappoint me still, and um, uh, it's not an absurdly bad episode, it's not a hate crime, it's not a gone fishing, or not even gone fishing, actually, that episode's not too bad, it's not a changeling, you know, it's not... That bad, but it's really not even good enough to be mediocre. So it floats right there at four for me. So four out of ten for The River.
1: I'd say for me it's um, five out of ten because I don't hate it. And I could watch it and be like, okay, like it's just there. I don't hate it though. So yeah, five out of ten.
5: Okay, I think I would rate it probably a 6.5 or 7 to be honest. I really did like it. Clip shows... Honestly, are just my cup of my cup of tea. Um, it could have been better. I love the Jenny moments. I loved Clue uh, being Clue, <laughs> and uh, Alex's acting in this was just phenomenal. Uh, the song was honestly really good, and we don't get that many good uh, Molly songs in this season. I think this one and a different, different story. story. Yeah. yeah. Thinking
0: about Tomorrow. Yeah, and then um what's the one in Gone Fishing? That's uh, a different, that's different story. story. Okay, what about, a, a, about Tomorrow? One in a Million World. That's season three.
3: Yes.
0: That's, a, that's a duet, but...
5: Yeah, that's, that doesn't count.
3: Okay. <laughs> that's like a clip. That's like a clip song. But Thinking About Tomorrow Was In The Muse, that was a good one. Yeah, Yeah. I like that song too.
5: The music, Alex's acting, the Jack and Annie moments, the glue moments. I just really, really enjoyed this episode all around. Yeah, there were a few things I didn't like, but not that many.
0: Okay.
4: I'm kind of torn between Kathy and Zach, so I'm going to give it a 4.5. I think it's really lacking in storytelling. The Ziegler storyline, like it just doesn't make sense about how he knew the vase was going to work the way it did and how he even got Annie's address. Why did Irene forget them, forget Annie too? But I do really love the comedic timing in this episode. The one-liners, the Janny moments. It's just, the jokes were good, the storyline was not, and I hate that Annie got the ring back at the end. I guess,
2: you know what, I've been debating about this one. Uh, I think I'll give it one thumbs down. Like, in terms of what I like about it, like I said before, what I like most is that it makes Annie seem... I don't know, more relatable to me and vulnerable and it's too little too late though. Like this is the last episode of the season, you know, Um, (laughs) but uh, otherwise I don't really like this song all that much and it bothers me that the, like they didn't read, I mean, Annie didn't reach out to fee in this episode that just, I mean, something weird's going on and it's it's just another moment where she doesn't reach out to Fee, even though something weird's going on in this season. And then you know, yeah it just, it's a clip show, and it's the last episode of the whole series, so that's gotta get negative points there. I just don't really like it.
3: Sorry. Yeah, and so I'm kind of with you guys. I have to give it a 5 out of 10. Um, Like Zach said, it's just kind of like right in the middle, because I did appreciate you know, like what it was trying to do i did appreciate that it was wrapping up the whole show um but they did definitely drop the ball just by giving us a clip show um like emily was saying it was a huge opportunity to reach out to fee and at least have that fiona connection Um, we got a little bit of that with the flashbacks and the memory but we didn't really get to hear from fee like in the real time of the episode and i i feel like that was a disservice to the fans and and to the whole show as a whole But I did like the love in it. Like, I love that Molly did come off stage and realize, like, I know who you are. I love you. Because it kind of goes back to her friendship with Annie's mom. You know, she said even when Fee was born, Annie's mom was there. And clearly she had barely had a kid at the time as well. So, like, there's a connection between the two mothers, and with her kind of adopting Annie, you know, I'm sure she does love Annie. And even in the first episode of the season, Annie had said, like, I'm sorry for when I was here as a kid. You know, I was in a techno rap and soccer. And, um, you know, so she does have an association. She does, uh, you know, she's been around the Phillips family off and on throughout her life. So I'm sure Molly does love her. But, I, yeah, I just got to give it a five because it was very mediocre and in my mind and heart. Annie's song is the end of the show and then this was kind of like oh we need one more episode guys like go in the writer's room you got this um, come back in 30 minutes
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's probably how it happened <laughs> Yeah.
3: and I did like that the um, credits of this episode actually solved a little mystery for me um, in the credits it does credit all of the different actors the guest stars that were in the clips um and it was ordering them in order of appearance and it had put the math debt mummy in there um i believe it was carmen moore who played her in she also played an annie song but um it did correct the spelling because Mm -hmm. in the review we did they had misspelled it in the credits as Mad Fet Mummy, and now with this episode they've corrected it, and it is in fact Det Mummy, and as we know Det was a feline goddess from the first dynasty of Egypt, so that I was right, and so I just figured that out today, that like, yes it was a misspelling, and and they corrected it this episode in the credits, so that's cool.
5: Nice. I wonder if they'll correct it in the Disney Plus.
0: Hey, I don't think they'll
3: change see. anything. I don't think they'll
0: yeah. change. Yeah, let's just be thankful we're getting the show. Let's not <laughs> demand anything more. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I just, I just feel like this is basically the de facto final episode of our show, and we're phoning it in. We're kind of uh... a. <laughs> <laughs> So um, now that we are done talking about the river, how about we go back and consider our memories of season three <laughs> and assemble our, our favorite and least favorite moments in numerical list, perhaps, mm-hmm. as we consider season three in its entirety as a sole artifact. How about we do that, you guys? Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we to- so we cool. totally didn't plan that. Just <laughs> not, it very, very naturally. All right. So I would say that... Um, when they asked me literally 10 minutes before we started recording, (laughs) what are your, you know, what are your top three and your bottom three season three episodes? And it was hard for me to make a top three. It's, it's difficult for me to find three episodes of season three. I actually like that much. Um, But I would say probably my favorite season three episode is still life. It feels the most like a Fiona episode. It has a kind of a cool mystery to it. Um, I don't want to hit, annie with a baseball bat in that episode um there's nothing there's no cornball moments in that episode that make me embarrassed to be watching it as opposed to pretty much every other episode in season three so yeah i think still life is probably my favorite season three episode It's the one that just hurts me the least um secondly i would probably go with the muse that one's okay it's it's goofy it has those cornball moments But I like the song, Um, I like that it's mostly a Molly episode, Um, that one's not too bad, and then weirdly, I would go with Dead Ringer, even though, I think I've said before, that was actually the episode that initially made me quit the show, I thought it was so bad as a kid. And rewatching it as an adult in the context of the rest of Season 3, Dead Ringer's actually not bad. Again, because it's focused on a character we actually care about. It's about Jack more so than anybody else. Um, and at least it's going for something. It's not just goofy shenanigans. There is actually some sort of theme in that episode. It's as heavy-handed as it may be. Bottom three... That was easy, that was easy. Anybody who has been listening to the podcast knows that Changeling is not just my least favorite season three episode, it is my least favorite episode of the entire series. My least favorite episode of television ever. Um, Changeling is a, is a monster. Um, she's a monster. And uh, <laughs> after that, Earth 101 really hurts me. It, it hurts me, you guys. And um, Great Encanto is, is super cornball. And terrible, but really you could rotate Great Encanto out with Bangleby or Being There or Eddie's Desk I mean there are a lot of episodes from the season that I, I dislike about the same I, I don't, what I'm saying is I don't think the Great Encanto is especially unique in its awfulness compared to the rest <laughs> of season 3 but yeah, so I, I talk too much on that, but those are my top 3 and bottom 3, season 3 episodes
1: <laughs> Alright, <laughs> Um, for me, I already had like a top five and bottom five, so I'm gonna stick with that. Um, so for the top five, number one, I like Voodoo the most. I just, I have nostalgia for the app and I do feel that it fits in with season one and two. And I have like connection with the app like learning about Voodoo, <laughs> like kind of the first time. Um... And then after that, I do kind of tie with Still Life and Widow's Walk. I think both of them also have, I have like nostalgia for them. And I just enjoy them. They didn't make me mad or anything. After that, The Muse, I like Rick mention and having some type of closure, I guess, for Molly in a way. Um, And then Dead Ringer, because of what we explained already um, with Jack being the lead. And then bottom, there's also a lot that it was hard to pick just five. But I do go with number one, Changeling. I do not like that at all. Um, And then I'll go with Mr. Magnetism. Hate that guy that's in the episode uh, a lot. Uh, After that, Great Encanto. It's just, uh, I don't know, I just hate, I don't like it. Um, Earth 101. And then meow. Those two are just annoying to me. And then all the rest kind of, all the other episodes just kind of fit in the middle of that, so... Yeah, that's my list. Okay. Um, top three,
2: yeah, th- that was difficult for me, too. Uh, I just came up with it right before the episode. I'm kind of curious if I go back through and check out my thumbs up and thumbs down, which ones actually would come out on top, like, over the course of reviewing this show? But anyway, um, my top episode i i said was dead ringer i i was surprised by how much i liked it on this rewatch i wasn't on that episode reviewing i don't think i can't remember but um i like that it kind of made me think about what the show could have been like with jack as the series protagonist and like another season three another world season three um and it was kind of spooky for season three and it felt the most like a season one and two episode Um, same kind of thing with voodoo it also felt like something that could have been in season one or two Uh, and then my third season three a favorite episode I've really had trouble thinking about Um, so I just went with earth 101 I really did just now thinking about it no. Yes. Oh, man. oh my I'm going to punch you, Emily. <laughs> no. I really did kind of like it. I, lo- I I was really touched by Molly and her all her efforts <laughs> to get back to Fee. Um I'm, I'm not. And if oh, I just imagine the aliens that visit are not the same aliens that were spying on Fee. They're like from a different planet. You know what? It's just a goofy episode. So, yeah. That's my third favorite season three episode. Okay. (laughs) Bottom season three episodes. Um, I have to go with Lightning Rod as my least favorite season three episode. Um, The rest of season three I can forget about pretty easily. Uh, But Lightning Rod I will never forget about and I will never get over the way that they ended the storyline. So, yeah, it's my least favorite season three episode. I will always hate it. Now these other episodes, I will hopefully forget about someday because I honestly I don't plan on rewatching season three anymore after this. Sorry, but um, mm-hmm. so the gradient canto, um, yeah, that that episode was really bad and felt like parody to me. And then also changeling with Zach, I did not care for the farting baby, all those mm-hmm. jokes did not appeal to me.
4: So my top three episodes for season three were number one detention. Because that was my favorite episode watching season 3 as a kid. And I like how it still makes me nostalgic for a time when detention was the worst thing that could happen to you. And I love all the Jenny moments. Number 2 is the muse for the heavy focus on Rick. And all of those memories of him flooding back. And the relationship between Molly and Jack in that episode. My t- Third top favorite episode from season three is Lightning Rod because it is the last time we get to see Fee. And I always used to quote that episode so much with Dog Jack saying, Your mind, Fuzzbutt, to the squirrel. <laughs> so I always thought that that was a really good episode. My bottom three. Unlike Zach, I think The Great Encanto is unique in its awfulness because <laughs> it felt more like a Goosebumps episode than a So Weird episode to me. The villain was just so juvenile. I hate it so much. Second bottom episode to me is Earth 101. I will never forgive Disney Channel for breaking my nine-year-old heart with that episode. Because all the promos were like, oh, the gang's going to visit Fee," And then all we got was a stupid voiceover. I am still mad and will never forgive them for that. Third bottom is Meow. Just because it bored me. Like, I have nothing good to say about that episode i just yeah i don't like it sorry guys so my uh top three dead
5: ringer for sure i love how psychological it is and i love uh jack uh in this episode how he just basically ran the show and it was I think somebody mentioned it in the episode where we reviewed it that it gave us an idea of what season three would have been like if they didn't bring Annie in and all that. As much as I love that now, but, uh, well, like it. But yeah, it's good to have an idea of what it would look like. I feel like The River, uh, this episode, is uh, definitely on my top three. Because I just have a soft spot for it. And it really showcased Alex's acting really well. And then uh, Widow's Walk. Uh, I just really love the plot in that uh, episode. And it's one that always sticks out to me. Uh, Bottom three, I only thought of two. (laughs) Um, Gone Fishing" because it's so boring. It's... I just can't deal with it. And uh, Earth 101, obvious reasons. It's just bad. But I think if I have to go with a third, I'd probably go with The Great Encanto because of reasons previously mentioned.
3: Nice. And so my top three, I had to go with my number one as being Voodoo. Um, I think it was Kathy who said that was her number one, right? Or like yeah. one of your top three? Um, I love that episode. I, I love the dynamic of Annie and her friend. And um, although, you know, if you watch our review of that episode, there are definitely a lot of cultural appropriation and a lot of issues with it. But I just kind of connect to it, you know, myself. Um, my second favorite is Annie's song. I know there was a lot of issues as well with that episode. But it just, I don't know, like it's really nostalgic for me because I remember watching it when it very first aired and I, my love for Alex Johnson was just like blooming at that time, or I guess it was just a little seedling at that time, but she won me over, you know, especially with her performance of cause you're watching over me. And my third top, um, I would have to say is widow's walk. I, I see that's a, like in a lot of people's top three. I wish we would have had the opportunity to, you know, specifically, ...specifically ask Alex Johnson about her experience on this episode. I know she had to have been in makeup for like five or six hours a day, you know, for that... ...playing the old woman in that episode. Um, it was just... I think it was well done. Maybe not very well written, but it, it did stand very strong in the season. Um, I love the plot of it. I love the ghostliness of it. And I love just the storyline of like bringing an old message in a bottle to an old woman and you know by magic she was able to open it and then like they had made a wish so they'd switch places. I just thought it was a beautiful episode. But um, my bottom three, I had to go with my number one being The Great Encanto um, just for the corniness um, and then number two I think would be Mr. Magnetism although I love that Alex does sing a number in that episode again i think it was what cat or emily that said like the actor right um i know he had worked with alex later but i didn't really like his role and as you know you know mr magnetism i thought it was just super pretentious he reminded me of like all the jocks in high school that i just couldn't stand and that made fun of me and my um bottom third one would have to be babble i just thought babble was a shit show i felt like <laughs> They tried to incorporate Like some sort of biblical history But then it really didn't make a lot of sense Just like with the kid having a rock And like does it make people dyslexic Or does it help dyslexia Or does it like completely babble People's languages and why are they speaking Complete gibberish It just didn't make sense and I felt it wrapped up Super quickly And um, yeah that's my top and bottom three oh.
0: Man Babel's one of the better ones
3: <laughs> Are you serious?
0: Yeah, no, I kinda like that episode. Anyway, um
4: <laughs> I do like how how some of them we agree on perfectly. Like I think the Great Encanto and Earth One O One most of us mentioned. And occurs, like we have <laughs> varying opinions on like with Lightning Rod and And Earth 101. One. Earth... Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Also, did you guys notice that we got to hear a clip of What You Do Voodoo, and we also heard a clip of yeah. Land of the Free? Yes, the I did episode? notice that, yeah.
0: Is is the clip we get of Land of the Free the only not-season-3 music in this? Oh, in this episode, yeah. Okay. Interesting that they would use that. All right, well, what else is there to say? I mean, um, we didn't we agree that we're going to do at least one more episode, maybe... Yeah. Another, At least
1: one or two. Um, of and we course. might have
0: interviews. Still, yeah, of
1: course, interviews.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, so this this is not quite... This is maybe uh, the penultimate regular episode. You know, we still have some things in the cooker coming. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, any feedback we will get to next time. We do promise you, you know, we love everybody who gives us feedback. We love everybody who writes and tweet tweets and messages us. Um, but uh, we're just... We we've been going for a while tonight. So, um, and obviously, go back if you haven't and listen to our little mini episode talking about the Disney Plus announcement. Um, that will be old news by the time this comes out. But um, if you ha- if you missed it, please go back and listen to it.
1: Also, in the comments, let us know how you've enjoyed the podcast, or what you haven't enjoyed, or just general thoughts. Like, I'd love to read that because we've been going for about what three years.
2: Yeah,
0: which one of us is the uh, Annie of the uh, podcast? No, don't <laughs> say that. <laughs>
2: no. I feel like that and, might be me. No, don't say that. <laughs> and, but,
3: and what is your top three season mm-hmm. three episodes? And what are your bottom three season three episodes? Let us know.
2: And also, we might be talking about uh reboot potential in the future and. You know, especially now that it's on Disney Plus, who knows? So, what kind of things would you like to see in a potential reboot or remake? Would you even be interested in something like that? Uh, what do you think would make a reboot or remake work best? What wouldn't work? All that kind of stuff would be great to hear about, too. Uh,
0: until then, you have been listening to the So Weird podcast. I'm Zach.
2: I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. I'm Kat. I'm Melissa.
0: And I'm Jimmy. And, um, what was up with Annie? What was up with that?
4: <laughs> what was up with Annie? Who's
5: Annie? <laughs> who,
0: who are you people? Where am I?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for keeping the faith and never giving up on so weird.
0: We're about to get this. Yeah, yes. yes.
4: Let us get our show.
0: The, the faith yeah. has been it's kept. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much.
2: of oh. you <laughs> Painted by clouds in the sky
0: change where we've been, and I can't change who we are, and I can't
3: explain all the
0: The chapter that's missing is full.